0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and T.C. on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: All right, everybody, it's our second hour as we continue to go through uh, till 3 o'clock today here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, Ken Silverstein is on the program today. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, (coughs) Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Kenny, good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon, Sweet Sixteen. Day to you.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, your brackets look like everybody else is just blown to smithereens. Well, I got off to a fast
2: start. I yeah. was fifteen and one in the first sixteen games, and then something happened. <laughs> Villanova is what happened, to be quite honest with you. Thank you, Villanova. And from then on, it's not. It's um, it's hanging in by a thread. But I, I started fast. Villanova lost, and it's. Yeah, not gone as well as I would like.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Have you seen the latest news? Another coaching vacancy now at Georgetown. Uh, you've covered that school in past years. John Thompson III is let go.
2: Yeah, as I was saying, the trench of seconds go out there. Right, last name, wrong, uh, wrong uh, execution in regards to um, wins and losses. Um, not surprised. Um, the program, obviously, has fallen on hard times, but it's it's situated in a very good position, meaning there's just gobs and gobs of players who come out of the D.C. metro area. So, you know, whether you go up by 95 to Baltimore or Philly, New York, or if you just stay roughly in D.C., northern Virginia, and the suburbs up in Maryland, there's a lot of talent. It's just a question of... Um, whether or not you can beat others to it and start winning some games. So I still think it's an attractive job. I I don't think it's the type of job like the old man had it mm-hmm. where you're winning national championships and you're, you're wooing Patrick Ewing and sleepy Floyd and others uh, to campus. But I think it's a school that should be able to get in the field of 60 plus every couple of years. So I don't think it's a bad job. I think there are worse jobs out there. So, Again, uh, I'm a big believer in location, uh, meaning if you draw a circle 100, 200 miles around your your front door, your campus, just how many players are there? And I think in the D.C. – well, I know. In the D.C. metro area, there are gobs of talent. So we'll see whoever gets the gig uh, whether or not they can reel them in.
3: Well, one of the guys that I mentioned to Jim uh, in the last hour yeah. when this story broke was a guy with Big Ten ties as you look at things now. Tom Crean brought Mm -hmm. in Victor Oladipo to Indiana, D.C. product, has recruited out there before, knows the Big East from his days at Marquette, though a different version of the Big East today. Tom Crean, there's been talk about maybe he'll sit out a year, do TV work, whatever it may be, or make his way to D.C., be just up the road from one of his brothers-in-law in John Harbaugh in Baltimore. Is that a fit that makes sense, or should Georgetown set their sights even higher than that?
2: Well, it's interesting. Um again, you know, I know since we last spoke he got jettisoned. I obviously wasn't surprised we the three of us had talked about this for for the last couple of months, that it's a blue blood program. They have very lofty expectations in Bloomington. So Queen getting blown out was no surprise. Now, getting to Georgetown, I don't think it'd be a bad hire. I don't think Tom Crean's a great X's and O's guy. Never never has been, but if he hires the right assistance that can help them in that area. And I think it's a good move. The thing that jumps out at me would be maybe to hire a little younger guy, not that Tom Crean is 60, 70 years old. He's not, but mm-hmm. um, maybe go a little younger. Um, but, yeah, I, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's got a resume. He's got Indiana. He's got Marquette. Those are two uh, you know nice schools on the resume. He's had success some. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think Tom Crean would make uh, uh, a lot of sense there. And you're right, right up the road from his uh, his brother-in-law, not more than thirty, forty-five 30-, 45-minute drive up Interstate 95 from uh, D.C. to Baltimore.
1: It seems that, and we'll stay with Indiana mm-hmm. and the Big Ten here for another question, that so many people are pushing Steve Alford. Mm-hmm. Do you – look, I, I, I get what he means in that state, the fair-haired boy, Come back. I mean, it's been, what, 30 years since he won that title? Exactly. I mean, that's a long time.
2: Is it, they were wearing short shorts back then, they, Jim. Remember those they days? They were. I looked good in those.
1: Oh, awful. The, uh,
2: the thi- <laughs> the thi- That's a visual we don't yeah. need no. now. I'll speak for Trent. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the thing that I... With that said... Yes. With that said... With that said,
1: yeah, that said, yeah well, I mean, are they getting excited here way too quickly about this or what?
2: Look, I get it. You get it. Trent gets it. We all get it. He's, he's iconic. Yeah. We, we all understand that, and they have a lot of money. They have a very large alumni association where basketball means everything to IU boosters, so they'll come up with the cash. That's not, that's not the concern. I flip it on the other side of the coin and say, if I'm Steve Alford, I'm in L.A., okay? Uh, I got UCLA in the Sweet 16. Now, granted, I got a tough matchup coming up, and there's no guarantee I'm going to get to the Elite Eight. Or further, I got one of the Ball brothers coming in next class. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to get the younger son after that if if everything works out well. There's so many players in the LA area. Do I do I want to take on IU? Yeah, there's Indianapolis and there's Chicago and Detroit. Yeah, they're major metro areas. I get that to recruit from, but I don't know. I think that ship has sailed. Look, he could take it tomorrow, and I could look stupid, but. If you're asking me, would I do it? No, I would stay at UCLA. The only thing that would get me out of UCLA would be a huge, huge, huge deal in the NBA, and I'm not sure he's interested in the NBA. So I would stay at UCLA. I would politely uh, say the right things about IU, but no. Um, I use a good job, but it's not UCLA right now. I mean, UCLA has a chance, win a couple more games and be in the Final Four, and i tell you what, if, if, they, if they shoot it like they've been shooting it and play all 90-plus feet, they are a difficult matchup because they just have so much firepower and can score 85, 90 a game. And there aren't many teams left. These other 15 teams, there aren't many of them that can score that amount. So the question for UCLA is can they continue to win? they got UK coming up Friday night. That's going to be tricky. But I think UCLA is going to beat them. I know they beat them in Lexington. Mm-hmm. I know it's tough to beat Kentucky twice in a year. I understand it's a neutral court this time. But I don't think Kentucky can score 70, 75 points. And if UCLA is a little off, and scores high 70s, low 80s, which is 12, 15 points under where they normally score in the regular season, UCLA is going to win that game. So I think if I'm offered, I stay. But that's me.
3: Well, the next ball, brother is not Lonzo Ball. LiAngelo Ball is barely a top 200 prospect uh, coming into this class, and you still got to deal with Dad. Maybe this is the right time for Steve to leave because uh, of that that, that, that family, yeah. I think it would go absolutely crazy. Remember, a year ago at this time, they're flying planes around saying, fire Steve Alford. Yes, they are. I think the time uh, now but... is to leave.
2: No, and, and, and you know what? Mr. Ball needs to put a muzzle on it. Oh, um, he doesn't need to be squaring off against LeBron James. And others, he's not going to win that battle. He's not winning that battle. First of all, who the hoot is he? Okay? I mean, it's one thing if he had a big resume. He doesn't. He's living his life through his kid. And I don't know about you. I have a real issue with that. Mm -hmm. Let the kid play. Let him go to school. He's going to be in the NBA in June. He's going to be a top two pick probably. probably Three max. Uh, So he could even be the number one pick. Who knows? So he's going to be a very, very high pick. Uh, Dad needs to go on vacation, just put a muzzle on it, let the kid play, and stop talking. Uh, Because the more he talks, the stupider uh, he sounds, quite frankly. And again, I know I'm being redundant here. Who the hoot is he? Seriously. Who is he? Other than his kid is a top two, three talent. Other than that, what has he done? Mm -hmm. He's done squat. Look at his resume. He's done squat. Now, if he was a great player, let's put it this way. If he was, ooh, I don't know. If he was
1: if he had a cup of coffee in the NBA, I mean. Uh, not,
2: Jim, I'd want more. I want him to be a competent NBA player. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's say he was Joe Bryant. Joe okay. Jelly Bean, you know, Bryant, yeah. Jelly Bean. Okay? Yeah. okay. And he's got a kid named Kobe, and Kobe's 17, 18 years old. Okay. And he thinks Kobe's going to be the greatest thing. <laughs> He'd be right. <laughs> <Since> Slice bread. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then, okay, the old man played in the NBA, had a decent career. I'm being a little kind here. But he hung around a bunch of years. He's going to get a nice pension. And his kid is arguably the best player since who knows when. All right. Don't say stupid things, but I get get it to some extent. Mr. Ball's done nothing, okay, nothing. And I just, I don't know. Let the kid be a kid. Let him go to class, hopefully. Let them play on a big stage. Uh, let's see what UCLA does against UK. If they win, obviously they're going to advance and take on what Butler, uh, UNC. Oh, that'd be a hell of a matchup. Let's uh, let's assume North Carolina wins a North Carolina UCLA Elite Eight game. I could take uh, I could take a slice out of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, to the Big Ten, and let's go with Wisconsin's matchup against Florida. And with what Wisconsin did to Nova, is this a team now that you think has a great chance to make the Final Four?
2: I I don't know what's going on here. Wait a minute. You're supposed
1: to be the expert. You're supposed to know what's going on. But
2: I do a very honest thing here. I was thinking about this the other day while these Big Ten teams are advancing. I'm thinking to myself, and you know me, Jim. I do a lot of profound thinking at least once in a blue moon. I'm thinking to myself, self, like the reversal of the Big Ten football season. I know it's not profound, but it's what first popped into my head. Football was tremendous. It was arguably the best conference in all of college football. We got to the bowl season, and, and not so good. Okay, well documented. All right, now let's flip it to the fall and winter, sixteen seventeen, which is what we're dealing with right now, basketball. Oh, my goodness. It was tough on the ice at times. I mean, there just weren't any dominant players. Teams weren't that good. That play was not exciting. It was, oh, my, more Big Ten hoops. What are we going to do here? It's a down year. So it's like it's the flip side of football. where Football was so good this past season and then did a header in the postseason for the most part. And now the opposite where the Big Ten was like lack- A lot of folks had it of the top five conferences in all the college hoops, had it at best, number four, and some were saying fifth. Of all the major conferences, now it's got three teams of sixteen. You do the math of what percentage that is of sixteen teams with three, and and you watch them. I'm watching Wisconsin. I'm going, all right. Nigel Hayes is okay. He's okay. He's not a great player. Okay, and Hap's fine, but he's not as good as Decker and Kaminsky were a couple of years ago. Yet, you know what? They're back. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure how they're doing this, but they're doing it. You've got to give a lot of credit to the kids. you got to give a lot of credit to the coaching staff. But they don't have a dominant player. They, they, they don't have anybody, at least in my opinion, they don't have anybody close to that. But, you know, it's an upperclassman team, and there's a lot to be said about that. And Iowa should look at this with a young team, okay, and say to themselves, hey, we keep these kids, and they become juniors and seniors maybe in two, three years. The Hawkeyes can basically have an upper-class type of team Mm -hmm. because very few programs, I don't know what the percentage is of the 60-plus teams, but I think you see where I'm going with this. So many schools have one guy, it's one and done. Look at Kentucky, look at some others. Most programs don't have seniors and juniors who go all the way to the very end. So Wisconsin is one of these programs where – Kids are not leaving early. They stay. They play together. They get better. uh, They're coached well. And now they're back in the Sweet 16 with no dominant player. But you know what? They have three or four guys that are okay, pretty good. And as long as they play to their ability, uh, Wisconsin obviously finds themselves um, in the uh, Sweet 16. But I'm I'm befuddled, to be honest with you, because if you would have told me, Oh, a couple Sundays ago, when they rolled out the field of 60-plus, I had, Ken, um, uh, on the, what is today, uh, today's the 23rd of March, uh, on the eve of Sweet 16, three Big Ten teams are going to be in. I would have went, yeah, okay, uh, open up a window and let some fresh air into the room. But <laughs> they're in. I don't know how many of these are going to get to the lead eight or further, but you've you got to give them credit. They're in the Sweet Sixteen.
3: You know, this seems to happen quite a bit, and it maybe it happens in other conferences, but for whatever reason, it seems to happen a lot in the Big Ten. Everybody sings their praises. They don't play very well, either in the NCAA tournament or come bowl season. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the Big Ten is garbage this year, and then something like this happens, and it it seemingly happens each and every time. Is it that just in in the individual detail of a season we overreact, or does it come down to you're talking about bowl games where it matters so much Who wants to be there? NCAA tournament, it's a one-and-done. You play this bracket again this weekend, you'd have a completely different result. Is it just that, or is there something deeper you think that happens, Ken?
2: Well, I think it's a combination of what you said. I think a lot of it is also where do you find yourself location-wise. When you looked at these brackets, and I got one in front of me here from the very beginning, I think most of us agreed that the East was weak, Mm -hmm. okay, and that there was, you know, if you could get some... somehow around Villanova particularly, uh, that you were in pretty good shape. And, you know, you, you look at some of these other brackets and and uh, sites and you say to yourself, man, oh, man, why are they so top-heavy here and not sprinkled at least what you would think, common sense-wise, would be a little bit more equal across the different brackets. They seem to be top-heavy. And, you know, when you have a Sweet 16 game a Kentucky and UCLA, Guys, that could be a final two, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. or worse, a final four. Now, some are going to say, well, get Ken, that's great. It's a sweet 16 game. you got two blue blood programs. This is tremendous. Yeah, I get it to some extent. I get it. But at the same time, why are they – why is UCLA playing Kentucky? Why isn't UCLA or Kentucky somewhere else, okay? Uh, I just – I have a problem with where they place some of these teams. I just think – Every year, it's not always the East, it just moves around from one year to another. The other thing is when do you start playing well? There's some teams that play well early on, then, you know, fizzle out, level out, whatever you want to call it. You have others that start slowly, get better as the season goes on, and then just hit it in March and get hot at the right time. So there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it other than... My personal belief is that when I look at these brackets every year, there is always one um, area where it just doesn't make a lot of sense. They jam-pack too many heavyweights into one, mm-hmm. and then one of the final four ends up having what most of us agree is an easier route to it. We'll see. I think this year is another example of it. So, All right. again, you can't, you know, the bottom line in closing on this thought is the following. You can't, it's not the team's fault. They go where they're told to go. But sure. it would be nice if the selection committee could do a little better job of balancing it out of the field 60-plus, and then, and then as it whittles on down, it looks not as top-heavy.
1: Ken Silverstein is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Okay, you divorced uh, the guy at Michigan State. Are you going to the altar with the guy at Michigan
2: Oh, that would make a lot of friends in East Lansing, wouldn't it? <laughs> Divorce Tom Izzo and then get on the interstate and head to Ann Arbor. Oh, my goodness. I'm not sure I could get there without somebody uh, taking running, a few shots at the cars, running you know car. Running your car, road, otherwise. Yes. Yes, yes. Hello, those potholes on the interstate. Um, no, but I think he's done a hell of a job. And um, I think they're a little bit more talented than I thought they were. Um, I mean, I like the Walton kid. Always liked him. Um, They shoot the three uh, real well. My only concern with them, and they've been able to get around it for the most part so far, is because, obviously, it's single elimination. If they have a game where they shoot, I don't know, let's say under 30% from three-point range, are they good enough elsewhere to beat another Sweet 16 team? So, in this case, are they good enough to beat Oregon if they don't shoot the ball from distance real well? And what I mean by real well, we're talking, let's say around 40%, maybe higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to beat Oregon, um, but, you know, I've been wrong with Michigan, obviously through this tournament, I'm surprised they're here. He's done a hell of a coaching job. Um, and um, he's got a big time recruiting class coming in. So, uh, looks like Michigan hoops is going in the right direction, which is good for the conference because we, we need, we need as many of these teams, whether they're playing still or they've been knocked out via the NIT or they didn't make it at all. We need all these teams in this conference to get better, whether you're Penn State or Rutgers or Nebraska near the bottom, particularly Rutgers in Nebraska, or if you're one of these so-called bigger boys in the conference, your Michigans, your Michigan, Michigan states. Uh, Purdue, et cetera, et cetera, Wisconsin, those type of teams. Keep getting the talent to come in to make the product better so that uh, more and more teams get in the tournament, more and more teams can go further. And even though three of 16 is really good, there's no harm in having a fourth team or more in. I don't think that – I think five would be uh, almost impossible, but uh, there's no reason why four can't get in. you got three right now. Purdue with Kansas
3: coming up tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. It is uh, certainly going to be a fun matchup, basically a road game for the Boilermakers. They'll have some fans in the building, but it'll be a decidedly KU crowd. Mm. Purdue, outside of dominating the inside present, what more needs to be done? What more do they have to do to win this game against the Jayhawks?
2: I don't think they're going to win. I mean, this is you talk about uh, location, Uh, this is tough. Um, Kansas, you know, I've watched them through the tournament. I know you guys have watched them. Uh, they have some really exciting players. Obviously, uh, the backcourt's real good. Um, I, Kansas usually finds a way to not get it done, um, you know, unless you've got Danny Manning or, or someone of that magnitude uh, on the roster, and they don't have Danny Manning at this stage, obviously. That goes back a few years, more than a few years. Um, I think they'll beat Purdue. Uh, they'll get, obviously, Michigan, Oregon. So the way I have it, i got Oregon against Kansas with Kansas City, Kansas City with Kansas uh, advancing. But I don't think this is a great Kansas squad. Mm-hmm. They're not as deep as they should be. This is Kansas. They should go 8, nine, ten deep. They don't. So if one of their main guys gets in foul trouble, Bill Self is going to look down that bench and start getting real religious real, real fast. <laughs> uh, so I think they're good enough to beat Purdue. Um, I think coach Painter has done a really nice job with them, with the, uh, with the boilers, but I just think they're going to run into a little bit of a buzzsaw here tonight, uh, with Kansas. So I got, I got both big 10 teams losing Ouch! Wow. Oh, the commission. I'm going to get an email for that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got Purdue losing. I got Michigan losing. And then, um, uh, with Wisconsin, Florida, uh, I got Wisconsin winning. So, uh, I got Wisconsin taking on, uh, Either Baylor or South Carolina uh, in the East.
1: All right, let me drop something on you here. Because only, what, two, three weeks ago, Tops, we saw a TCU team beat Kansas in -hmm. the same arena in front of a rabid Kansas crowd. Mm -hmm. To me, that opens up the door for Purdue tonight. And if the two big guys can get Kansas, and you already talked about having a religious experience for Bill Self, if he gets guys in foul trouble, and that could be the case, I don't think Purdue's going to be intimidated by the crowd whatsoever.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, that's one way of looking at it. I, I think a lot of it you'll know in the first five or so minutes. If they let him play, yeah. then Kansas is going to win. Okay, Because okay, that shoots down the theory of foul trouble and Kansas having to go deeper into their bench than they like. If they call it ticky-tack, if they call it close, and I don't know whether they will or they won't because I don't know who the the crew is going to be, if they call it close, that's going to help Purdue because that means Kansas is going to get in foul trouble. That means they got to go deeper into the bench, and that helps out Purdue a whole bunch. So uh, one thing to look for tonight with Purdue is and Kansas, how do they call it? If they call it close, I think it favors, it helps Purdue a bunch if they let them play, which I think they're going to, if they let them play, that helps Kansas, because then Kansas stays out of foul trouble. Then all of a sudden, um, the Purdue bigs aren't as much of a factor, uh, because they're letting them hack them, and so forth. And by doing so, if they're not blowing the whistle, uh, and sending Purdue to the line, and getting those Kansas <laughs> kids in foul trouble, then um, that would really help, uh, you know, uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawks. So, Long and the short is, I think that's going to be one of the keys tonight uh, to get into that Kansas bench with foul trouble. If they don't call it close, though, that ain't going to help Purdue one iota.
3: Ken, of the three remaining Big Ten teams, who has the best chance in your estimation to make the final four?
2: I guess it'll be Wisconsin because they got both Purdue and, and Michigan losing tonight. Okay. And if we build this thing out, all right, so Wisconsin wins against Florida, they would take on Baylor or South Carolina. I was impressed by South Carolina. Anytime you beat Duke, it's, um, it's a really good effort. I think a lot of us have seen Baylor uh, this year, maybe more than we've seen uh, South Carolina. Mm, can Wisconsin beat either Baylor or South Carolina? Mm, I guess they could. Um, I, I guess I'd like to see how Baylor's uh, play. I guess they got a shot. I don't think it's a great shot, but I think they got a shot. The problem with Baylor and Wisconsin, I guess you could say this about a lot of teams that Wisconsin plays, It's just are the Baylor Bears and are the Gamecocks of South Carolina that much more athletic than the Badgers are? If they are, obviously that could be a huge problem. But um, uh, I think the Badgers are going to beat Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised Florida even got uh, this far. Uh, so compliments to um, – the boys from Gainesville to get this far. But, uh, yeah, I think of the three that are standing, Big Ten, I think the Badgers uh, have the best shot. But I know a lot of people like Michigan because they're on a roll. They love the story. Um, and I get it. I, I truly get it. And thank goodness everybody was A-OK from the uh, the plane skidding and so forth on takeoff. But um, I just have a, just got a feeling Oregon is uh, pretty good, even with one of the better players hurt. I think it comes to an end uh, tonight. Uh, that'd be what, in the Midwest with uh, the Ducks uh, beating uh, the uh, Wolverines.
1: All right, dude. Enjoy the action tonight. You have a uh, great weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
2: Yeah, when we talk next week, we'll be down, what, down the floor? That's it. We'll I, talk then. Look forward I, to it. Have a good weekend, everybody. I, I, think you Thanks, told, I
1: think you told me you were a math major, so you deducted yes, that yes, really yes. quickly. Yes.
2: Knows how quickly I was able to figure that out. I also picked North Carolina, so uh, we'll
1: see how that works. All right, fair enough. See ya. All right, all right. Ken Silverstein on the Draft House Fifty Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. We got to get into a break here. Let's do it. We do. Uh,
3: I got a question for you. Okay. Teddy Greenstein over at the Chicago Tribune, sure, ranked the Big Ten jobs. Fourteen of them okay. in basketball. Okay. Indiana number one. Uh huh. Rutgers fourteen. Yeah. In the middle. Where does Iowa rank? We'll get into that. Interesting. Teddy's list. Who's okay. too high, who's too low. Okay. We'll do that coming up on the other side. We'll do the Big Ten, and we'll kind of make our own list for the Big 12. How's that I sound? I like
1: that. Yeah, let's do that. It's coming up next on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood
0: One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. It's the end-of-quarter clearance sale at Lumber Liquidators. Now's your chance to get unbeatable deals on more than 40 million square feet of beautiful top-quality floors, like 5-inch-wide prefinished gunstock oak for just $149 and more than 230 other styles of prefinished hardwood up to 26% off. 55 styles of North American and European laminate up to 28% off. Get 10% off distressed Virginia Millworks hardwood and all of Vela wood-look tile, plus more from 59 cents and special financing. The end-of-quarter clearance sales going on now at Lumber Liquidators. At Mattress Firm,
4: we admit we have lots of sales. But this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity so big, even we're impressed. Save up to 70% off famous name brands. Plus, take up to $2,000 off floor models from Sealy, Tempur-Pedic, and others. Everything must go to make room for the next generation of sleep products. So don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sleep and save like never before. Only at Mattress Firm. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com circulars. Product offer and prices may vary in Hawaii.
0: It feels great to be invited, and we want you to feel that way the moment you walk in the door at Billion Buick GMC. Whether you're shopping for a new Buick, GMC, or a certified pre-owned, you deserve nothing less. Our knowledgeable, friendly staff is dedicated to helping you make a great decision on your next vehicle and to give you the VIP experience. We are professional great and always have a large, competitively priced inventory here for your convenience. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clyde or billionauto.com slash GMC. At Menards, home improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Get the ultimate paint technology with Dutch Boy Platinum Interior Paint and Primer in one. Featuring a no-prep, no-prime formula, flat is just $26.68 after sale price and 11% rebate. Other sizes and finishes are also on sale. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices, now at Menards. Sale ends March 25th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at
4: Menards.
0: you soon jim Brenson, trent condon it's jimmy b and tc on 1700 k BGG, live from the wolf construction studio sponsored by wolf construction roofing here's
1: jim and trent all right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Trent has uh, stumbled onto something we find pretty interesting. Let's start with that, okay, with the list. Yeah,
3: if uh, you missed it, uh, right at the end of the last segment, we were talking uh, Big Ten. Teddy Greenstein at the Chicago Tribune mm-hmm. uh, listed the coaching jobs in the Big Ten, one through 14. And uh, basically, if a coach would leave tomorrow, you know, what would be the, the most plum jobs, if you Sure. Will? Facilities, recruiting base, I guess you also factor in a little bit of what you have mm-hmm. still there in right. terms of players. Yep, I mean, players. You've got to put all that together. Salary, yeah. And, uh, yeah, what well, you can be compensated. So this is his list. And, you know, the way that we derive about it might be a little bit different, but in your mind, is Indiana the best job in the Big Ten for basketball?
1: Uh, I would say yes. Yeah. Good recruiting base. Yes. Not maybe a little overrated? I think, it, I think it is now since it's been so long since they've had – well, didn't Thad Mata go to the Final Four? Uh, That's Ohio State. State. I'm sorry. Uh, not that modest. uh Davis. Yeah, Mike Davis. Mike went to, Davis went to the Final Four. Went to the championship. He did. Team. You're right. Lost to Juan Dixon in Maryland. there, There you go.
3: But, yeah. Uh, but that was, what, 2001? Right in there. Yeah, 2002. So, uh, look yeah.
1: how long it's been. 17 yeah. years? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Yeah. So,
3: but, I, I mean, big building. Yes. Good facilities. Yep. That's a program that invests. They invest certainly more in basketball than
1: they do in football. They love basketball.
3: So, uh, I mean, it's it's everything that you could ask for Mm -hmm. in the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. What would you put number two? What's the second best job?
1: I mean, you can argue... Would I would I go Michigan State or is that, am I going Michigan State just because of the success that Izzo has had? Right. And,
3: and that's I think where you get See? into a little bit yeah. of the
1: minutia of how it, it just yeah.
3: how you think of it in your own mind and and it's different for everybody. Correct. Because of that. Yes. Michigan State. Decently new arena. Less than, what, 20 years old? Yeah. 25 yeah. now. Geez, we're getting old. Yeah, I Holy know. crap.
1: God, don't even mention it. <laughs>
3: <The> <laughs> Breslin Center is 25 <laughs> years old. It's I don't want to hear it. Unthinkable. I don't want uh, to hear it. A, a yeah. nice building. Great yeah. student section. It support. is. Support. Yes. They invest in the program. They do. Good recruiting base. Mm-hmm. Michigan, you can always get talent, though it is upstate a little bit more than Ann Arbor. Uh, for the Michigan side, they've renovated Chrysler. They have. I think the Breslin Center is better, though. I think it's a better home court advantage. Student section there. Uh, recruiting base is about the same, though Ann Arbor is closer. And and nationally, the brand, maybe this is just because of when I grew up. Okay. But even today, the Michigan brand, even though they haven't been, I mean, think of Brian Ellerby and some of the just disastrous hires that they've had in Correct. basketball. Correct, yep. You know, after everybody got in trouble
1: and fish and right. and all that yep.
3: stuff. To me, Michigan still feels like a bigger basketball brand, even though they haven't even had close to the success but is that of a, Michigan
1: State. Is that a carryover from football as well because we recognize the Michigan Ohio State football rivalry? Not for me. Not for you. Okay, for, for you. me personally. Okay. No. I'm, no, just, I'm, pers- I'm just asking yeah. if, if, if because that's a carryover, then into basketball. But they're very close. They are. They're very
3: close. Teddy Greenstein had Maryland number two in his list. Interesting. You got, well, recent national championship. In fact, the most recent national championship of any Big Ten school. Correct, except Not the they, one that we just talked except about. Except
1: they weren't in the Big They're Ten. Right, they were in the ACC <laughs> at
3: the time. Great building. It it's is. Great student section. Yes, it is. They'll pay. They'll they, support. They do. They'll show up. They do show up. And uh, a really good recruiting base there, too. Mm-hmm. With the in D.C. D.C. area. Yep, and Baltimore. Virginia, Baltimore. I right. mean, it, it is a good recruiting base. I just don't think it – I feel it doesn't have the same cachet of either of the Michigan schools.
1: Well, that's because how long now have they been in the Big Ten? And, and it's see kind that's of that the
3: odd part of it. Yeah. You know, the carryover effect from the ACC maybe even hurts them a little bit Good. more here. But it's close. I, I certainly wouldn't have them second. Okay. I'd have one of the Michigan, Michigan schools S- and, yeah. and the other Michigan school ahead of them. I agree. But uh, that's the other one. But, but that's what Teddy you, Greenstein you, had you there. You know
1: where I'm going after that? What's that? Wisconsin.
3: He's got Wisconsin third. He's got them in front of both of them. Okay. They've been so consistently good for the last 20 years. So good. But my question becomes, all right, so you need to hire a new coach. You look at that program. Bo Ryan, incredible job. Yes. Dick Bennett was decent. Yeah. At least got Got, them relevant. Got
1: them going. Yep. Yeah.
3: Got them relevant, uh, but it was an ugly brand of basketball. It was. If you don't have the right system there, you're going to be in trouble. And... They've been able to, I don't want to say luck out because that's not the right term, but they've had breaks go their way. Mm -hmm. You know, from the recruiting base isn't great. You know, Milwaukee is a decent place, Chicago, but in Chicago, everybody goes into Chicago to try to recruit. They do. It's difficult. I certainly wouldn't put it third. I'd have both Michigan schools in front of it. I would have Maryland in front of it. At best, it's fifth. Fifth, And and I feel like this is more Bo Ryan. Than it is Wisconsin basketball.
1: There you go, and that's the way that we felt about Michigan State. It's Tom Izzo, it's Izzo more yeah. than Michigan State. Yeah. So, but I agree, it was what Bo Ryan had done in all of those seasons, mm-hmm. and then the most recent success with going to the Final Four and also into the championship game as well. So, but look, you got to give it up for Greg Gard. He's done yeah, the job. Yeah. Oh, he really has. Yeah. But I would put them in that. I I put them in the top five, and a good eighty to work for. I mean, oh, yes. Now, if you're a football
3: coach, yeah. maybe not so much for Barry, but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he invests in those athletic he programs. He does. He is hands-off in terms of you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And he'll get you what you need. So, to me, it's a little bit lower. I would, uh, I would move it down a bit. The Cole Center is a great building, too. You know, the the deadheads out there in the student section yep. I think is very good. So, after that, then he's got the Michigan schools, Michigan, Michigan State, okay, and then Illinois at six. Is this a Homer pick for the Chicago newspaper guy, <laughs> or would you put the Illini basketball program numbers?
1: They six? used to be pretty good. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. used used to be flying Illini.
3: Yeah, a national championship game with D D Brown and Darren uh, and uh, that whole group, Darren Williams. It's probably right.
1: They've just fallen on such hard because, times.
3: But who are you going to put above it? That that's what you
1: get into. Not going to do. <sighs>
3: You're not putting Iowa. No, you're, you're not, not putting, putting Minnesota. Minnesota.
1: No, not, not Nebraska. Maybe Purdue. Maybe.
3: I mean, I think that's where maybe. we're trying to get into yes. the dicey
1: part. When when Big Dog Glenn Robinson was there, what happened to them? Well, no, they had Robbie Hummel, and oh, they well, had they had good teams. They, they've been relatively consistent, haven't they?
3: No, uh, it's it's been up and down. Okay, there there's okay. been a lot more inconsistency there, I think, than maybe you remember. Just a couple of years ago, it looked like Painter. If he wouldn't have got Biggie Swanigan. He'd be looking for a for job. For a job, you think? Okay. Yeah. I mean that's that's how important getting that commitment and okay. getting him to flip from Michigan State was for him because they had had a couple of years where they didn't make the tournament. Mm-hmm. The pressure was really on. Yeah. Until this week, this is the first time they've been in the Sweet Sixteen in a long time at, at Purdue. And remember they haven't been to a final four since the last time Iowa was there. Prior to that nineteen eighty.
1: Prior to that with Gene Cady, they had a pretty good run though.
3: Pretty good run, but never could get to the Final Four. Okay. That was always the knock against Aunt Gene I okay. uh, Could win a regular season yeah. title, and you know what? You're yeah. going to get beat in the round of 32. Yeah. You're going to get upset in the Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the old adage with Purdue basketball. Okay. Recruiting-wise, all right, you're p- talking about Purdue. All right, you're looking at Indianapolis, but you're the second choice behind Indiana. Chicago there for Illinois, but you're downstate, different kind of environment. Right. And, and Chicago anymore... It doesn't have the same depth of talent that it once did. So, all that being said, I think it's close. If it's currently the way it is constructed, though, okay. I would have Purdue just a smidge higher. But it's it's close.
1: Okay, all right. So we've done that. So now, where do you go then with the Hawkeyes and all of this?
3: Well, Teddy Greenstein has them, he got them at nine. Okay, which I think is fair. Ohio State ahead of them as well. In fact, I might put Ohio State a little bit higher if that job came open and Wisconsin came open, and I was making a decision, I'd take Ohio uh, State. State? I'd take Ohio State. Better chance of recruiting. Well, you know, historically that program's another one, much like Purdue, at least in my lifetime of 36 years, that has been a bit of a disappointment. National championship game when they lost to Florida mm-hmm. with Odin and company and Mike Conley. But you know, overall, Jimmy Jackson, they had some great squads. But they've had some down years. They hey? have. And long stre- longer yep. stretches than they should. You're right. Of down basketball. And that's why, you know, the whole Thad Mata, he needs to go thing, like
1: yeah put, yeah, put the brakes on. Yeah, put the brakes on.
3: Ohio State football is one thing. Remember this basketball program as a whole, though. We're not talking about Duke here. Slow, realize where you are. Again, my old adage, be careful what you wish
1: for. You those. got it.
3: So I, I think that's why Thad Mata certainly deserves at least another year. So he, had, he
1: has Iowa nine?
3: He's got him nine. And I can't rank him over any of those. Yeah. I mean, a, as a job as a whole. Now, if you're just looking at roster in the future, I think they move up a lot higher. When mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the future of the program and what they already have in the pipeline, Sure, they move up. But when you all-encompass everything, that's the part where you kind of look at it and say, are they better than any of those eight jobs? I don't think so. I agree. I don't think so. But here's the thing that rankled Hawkeye fans. Okay. At the end of each of these little uh, things that Teddy Greenstein wrote up there, he had if their trends going up or down. He had Iowa's trend going down. What? That doesn't make a lick of sense. No, it doesn't. No.
1: no. Not, not with what we saw from the freshmen this past year. No,
3: no. You got that. You got, well, you saw the fan base again in the NIT yes. salivating. Yes, If you can get that building figured out, they made renovations this year. I didn't make it over this year, unfortunately. i disappointed about it. But the new uh, scoreboard in the center of the arena, mm-hmm. people said it, it adds so much to the environment there. I just got to get those old people out of the chairs <laughs> and uh, make that environment like we saw in the first two rounds of the you know, and,
1: and, that's, and that's a shame that but they can't down, figure out. No, on. they're not, no, trending, they're not down. trending down. No. That,
3: that's the other one. But
1: they do need to get those old rat bastards <laughs> moved.
3: <laughs> go, go to the nursing home
1: and talk to your people. Say, hey, <laughs> hey, give
3: up those tickets. Hey,
1: come on. I'm I'm popular man at the nursing home. Speaking you know, of home you know why pissed. the old bags love me? Because I can drive.
3: Oh, look at you. That's why.
1: I got a car and I can drive.
3: Now This is where he loses credibility even more. Okay. After having Iowa training down. He's got Northwestern at 10. Come on. I mean. Yeah. This is Chris Collins. He's the guy that did this. And yet, they're young. They'll be good next year. Yes, they will. If Collins would leave for another job, whatever. Georgetown gives him a call. Hey, there's one. Whoa. Whoa. We just found out during the break. That John Thompson III was making three point six seven million. million a year. They pay. They pay. Northwestern ain't paying that. No. Hmm. Look at that. Old, old mind just man, been working oh there. just That's working. That's a homer pick. Absolutely not. Minnesota at eleven. Your twelfth uh, pick here, Rutgers. In fact, is at number twelve. Nebraska at thirteen. Penn State is fourteen. The last yeah. Fourteen. So. Uh that that's the list there. We'll take a break when we come back, we'll make our own list. Big 12, the Big 12 jobs. Kay. How do they rank? Okay. Best jobs Kansas. We know that. We one. know that. Where does Iowa state fit yeah. in the mix? We'll do that. You can give us a call as well here 264 264- 1700 into the Big 12 next with our list of coaching jobs in basketball. It's Jimmy B and TC live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios.
0: The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG.
3: Trey Cotton in here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the Metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines.
0: Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active in a good standing on all services or then prevailing rate supply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, 180 dollars for internet. Equipment, non-return, and fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends If you don't sit in your lucky seat, your team could lose. So don't leave your lucky seat. But do pick up your phone or computer and order B-dubs to go. Or if you've got a big group, call in for the party menu. That way you can order wings, pick them up, and get back to your lucky seat. And if you do lose while sitting in your lucky seat, you can still feel lucky eating your feelings. Spicy feelings. Keep your superstitions. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Prices and participation vary. See participating
4: locations for details. Board were prohibited.
0: I'm Kevin Kugler with an NCAA tournament schedule preview. Sweet 16 games tip off today from the Midwest region in Kansas City and the West region in San Jose. Both have great matchups, including number one Kansas taking on Purdue and the one seed in the West, Gonzaga, facing West Virginia. For all of the games and scores, and to make sure you don't miss any of the excitement, tune into Westwood 1's exclusive coverage of the NCAA tournament right here.
4: State Farm knows that life is like college basketball. Having the right combination can make all the difference. Getting the upset and busting the bracket. Can
0: oh, you see that? Oh my Good
4: combination. Getting upset and breaking the mirror.
1: Dude, that is
0: seven years bad luck. It was worth it. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Your team just lost by 50, by the way
4: bad combination at State Farm we know the power of a good combination talk to an agent for help combining your home and auto into a plan that's right for you State Farm here to help life go right spring cleaning should start in your laundry room because during spring Black Friday at the Home Depot you can save up to 35% on appliances like the Samsung high efficiency top load washer and electric dryer now just five twenty-eight dollars each Extra large capacity washing and steam drying save you time, and Spring Black Friday will save you over 540 bucks when you buy the pair. Nobody beats our prices. Guaranteed. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last gas dryer extra. See store for details. Valid through April
0: 12th.
3: This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited
0: time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, howler monkeys should not
3: be able to be heard from three miles away. Here to comment, a howler monkey. Wow,
1: that sounds like a really good
3: deal. Indeed, that's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Anything else, howler monkey?
0: I'm not allowed in libraries. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. For Wolf Construction, a plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net.
1: It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines.
2: Back to the Wolf
0: Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy
1: B and TC. All right, everybody, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Chris Andrews will join us from the South Point Casino and about 225, Sean Tomlinson, uh, NFL Bleacher Report, right here with Jimmy B and TC. Okay, what do you got? Well, we went through the Big Ten, the coaching jobs in uh,
3: college basketball to the Big 12. It's Kansas. Yes. And then what's number two? The job comes open tomorrow. Yeah. What's the number two job, Jimmy B?
1: This will scare everybody. Is it Baylor?
3: No. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no.
1: No, no. Is it Texas?
3: Yes. Yeah, it's Texas. It's Texas. It is. Great
1: recruiting base. Yep. Yeah, they don't fill up the arena that well. That's fine. They do if they win. Well, right. And, and then everybody shows and up. And you
3: don't have pressure to win either. No, you don't. I mean, you can be a guy like Tom Penders and be decent. Yeah. And just keep going yeah, out keep there and winning at, games. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all well and good. Yeah. We saw you know, Barnes was able to win at a he, high level he there. Works. And he got plenty of time to get it turned around, just never was able to get back over the hump that he did when he had TJ Ford and got to the final mm-hmm. point. It's Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas is the number two job it there. Is. The amount that they can pay, the recruiting base that you have. Then... Then it gets into some murky It's water. a little
1: dicey here now. You
3: know, Oklahoma, well, they were revived
1: yes. under
3: Lon Kruger. Yep. But uh, had success under Calvin Sampson, Billy Tubbs. They, they've probably three.
1: I would say so, yes. Again,
3: not great fan support overall. No. It is football. And do we get to Iowa State after that? I, 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 and
1: it, it might be close for that third spot. I have, I have Iowa State. Between the third and fourth spot, with Oklahoma State also tossed in there.
3: See, I, I the because concern of their tradition.
1: Look at the guys that have coached there.
3: Well, yeah, that that's all well and good, but we're talking about today. I, I get it. We're talking about today, it. yeah. And that job comes open. Fan support. Both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have been very much impacted by the Thunder in uh, their yes, movies. Yes, you're absolutely it right. It has really hurt attendance for both of those programs yes. throughout the years. That has been a big factor. So I certainly would put them above that. And then you get into the next group, you know, your TCU, K State, K State, Texas Tech, that group. After that, um, of that, you know, what job do you, would you well, like to
1: T-C- TCU now looks like a much better job today. Right. Today it does, but again, that's Jamie Dixon. Dixon. That's right. Where before, every day college uh, coach, it was awful. Right.
3: Awful. I put K State above it. Yes, certainly Oklahoma State above it. Maybe I'd take it over Texas Tech, though. I, I don't think people realize how difficult it can be to recruit to West Texas. Mm-hmm. And as great as Darvin Ham was back in the day, Darvin breaking Hamm. the back of the God, board against Darvin Carolina. Hamm. I love Darvin it, Ham. Uh, it, it's not the easiest place to win. Mm-hmm. But that's,
1: that's kind of the list for me as I see if, it. If you – but I, I don't think what people realize, when Texas Tech is pretty good at basketball – Oh, we forgot West Virginia. They. Well, yeah, but I'll I'll get to that. I'm just following here on your text because I have West Virginia coming in right after that. Uh, I I think that uh, it's it's a great environment in that place mm-hmm. because the whole city shows up. Yeah, but you got to win, and and then they support you. Okay, quickly, West Virginia. Where, where do you have West Virginia? Uh, I would probably slide West Virginia ahead of Texas Tech. Yes. Ahead of K State. Yes. So I would slide them right in between Oklahoma and Oklahoma state. Okay. Now, so what what's that? Fifth on your list something yes, like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in the same with, area with Huggins with what he has done. Well, and you get yeah, they have won there in the past. Right. They've Beeline, had yep. Yeah. They, they they've had plenty had, yes, of success, they have. So yeah it's
3: a program probably a little bit more difficult than it was in the big old big east to win. Uh just yes. because you're separated from the rest of the conference and that those is, kind of things. That is but, true.
1: And you're not in a state that has a heavy population. But you get support. You get so oh the support is terrific. Yep. They they paid
3: decently well. Not a bad job at all, Mm-mm. right in the middle of the pack there. Mm-mm. I think Iowa State's a better job. I think Oklahoma's a better job. Yes. But it's right there in that middle tier. I agree. With that, we'll take the break. Come back here. We go to Vegas next, our man Chris Andrews from the South Point Casino. Talk to him about the new venture with Brent Musburger out there. They've been doing shows now for a while. We'll get into
1: that. Did you see Musburger confess that he bet on on a game that he was calling? You're surprised by this? No, I guess not. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Chris Andrews, he joins us next. The big
0: games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
3: Spring
4: cleaning should start in your laundry room. Because during Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, you can save up to 35% on appliances like the Samsung high-efficiency top-load washer and electric dryer. Now just five twenty-eight dollars each. Extra-large capacity washing and steam drying save you time. And Spring Black Friday will save you over $540 when you buy the pair. Nobody beats our prices. Guaranteed. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last gas dryer extra. See store for details valid through April 12th.
3: Sometimes diabetes
0: can feel more like don't-abetes. Don't do this. Don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via pharmacy chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like OneTouch and Walgreens TrueMetrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy.
1: Okay, keep your eyes closed.
0: Okay.
4: I want to show you my first ever painting. Ooh, all right. Okay. Open your
0: eyes.
3: Oh, that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and
0: shapes. So be honest. What do you think? Well, uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. When I listen to Audible, I'm
4: not on mile two of my early morning run. I'm out searching for clues in the abandoned toy factory near the cemetery. As I make my way down to the basement, I can't help but feel like I'm being followed. <gasps> Did that doll just move? Who's there? <laughs> They're getting closer! <laughs> I should really get a treadmill. Go to audible.com slash act now, and your first download is free. Audible, stories that surround you.
3: Draft House 50 is your home for all the big dance basketball coverage. Wall-to-wall TVs, excellent food, and every brew under the sun. For basketball, you have one spot to go. Draft House 50.